Great news, folks. Michael Zuber, One Rental at a Time. I just want to let you know that we have finally released our second book, 15 Conversations with Real Estate Millionaires. This book was written with you in mind. I wanted to capture 15 unique stories of different investors starting at different stages and doing different things. This book is just that. It's nearly 300 pages of motivation, of confirmation, and reminders that yes, you too can do this thing. Check it out on Amazon, and of course, have a great day. Today, Michael Zuber, one rental at a time. It is Monday, November 22nd, and this is a short holiday week. I hope you have a wonderful week. I hope you're getting out, seeing families, making memories, and doing all of that fun stuff. A um, couple quick announcements I want to highlight. First and foremost, Dion and the Lumberjack and I have decided to create a private Facebook group called the Three Amigos of FI, FI uh, obviously standing for Financial Independence. If you are a Facebook user, all you have to do is ask to join. It is free. Uh, We are sending out invitations to our network uh, over the next several days. But yes, this is going to be a free-for-all, just another place to go. Uh, if you are looking forward to doing the work, want some help, advice, uh, the Three Amigos is really a solid part of one rental at a time. So I thought it was a good idea that we extend that relationship further and see if we can't help more and more folks. So again, the Three Amigos of FI, it's a private Facebook group, uh, just asked to join and I'm sure one of us will approve that. So that should be a lot of fun. I was asked over the weekend, Uh, to highlight what is in the course of mine, how to get started one rental at a time. The course is going up January 1st. What I'm going to do instead is just read you the sections of the bonus. We have, these are all just the bonus sections. Private money, creative financing, self-management, flipping, mortgage 101, Airbnb, how to use data such as PropStream, out-of-state investing, house hacking, and... um, roommate, the house hacking roommate edition, just as an example. And then finally, I was on Pace Morby's um, Sunday service last night. We went for about 75 minutes, Cody and I. And as you would expect, I gave it all away. Cody was a trooper and we went through, created his buy box, and then we went and started building his spreadsheet. Uh, Normally this takes hours. It is a huge part of my course. but it was, it was worthwhile and fun to give back in that way. Um, yes. And as for a question from Chester Burr, I am working on one of the additions. I've highlighted reasons why the course is going up. Uh, I am getting more and more contributors. One of them is Burr. We've got Section 8, uh, syndication, all kinds of stuff coming. And you're absolutely right. Chester Burr is going to be one of them. So buy it now. So you get all the bonuses now and you get the extra ones later. So thought I would highlight that. So first and foremost, Biden made a decision. I don't know why Biden didn't make it last week. It was kind of the one that the market was expecting. Uh, I was of the opinion and shared it freely that um, I thought the delay was a signal that it wouldn't be Powell, but it was Powell. Then why did you wait? I don't know. I don't get it. I don't get it. Seemed like the right decision. Seemed like the decision the market wanted. Why did you extend it over the weekend? I don't know. 
I, I don't understand. Make a decision. Uh, again, remember that Powell was called a dangerous man. Remember that uh, there was some funny business within the Fed around stock trading, which was not a good look. Uh, but at the end, uh, he was picked. It was probably the easiest answer. Uh, and then Brainerd will be, um, I guess, nominated for a vice chairman position, clearly setting up Brainerd uh, for um, nomination next time. But it's okay. Talking about uh, the supply chain, raging inflation, the thing that I am looking forward to, out, not looking forward to, looking out for, those, those words need to be in the right order. The thing that I'm looking out for now because I think inflation gets worse, I think inflation goes longer, is something that would be a gigantic red flag. This is something they tried in the 60s and 70s. Actually, I think it was the early 70s. And it is something called price controls. If, if the government decides to overreach, enter the land of commerce with price controls because all those greedy businesses are jacking up prices and price gouging and all of that, um, that will mean that inflation has really taken hold and gotten out of control. Uh, this is not, you know, water after a hurricane environment, which is truly price gouging. There is a lot of things going on. And when you interject yourself into the economy, bad things happen. So that's what I'm working out, looking out for is price controls. I don't see any now, but I want you to know some things that I'm looking as potentially red flags. So, um, yeah, not good. And if you want to know about price controls, yes, you can think about what happens with rent controls. I talked about that over the weekend. I won't, uh, I won't hit that again. We're talking about global supply chain issues now extending until 2023. That should give everyone pause. That will give, um, that just to me tells me how long inflation could get sticky. And one thing we should all talk about is there's a lot of things that have what's called price inelasticity. Basically, think about your wage, your salary. Let's see what happens, you know, if your boss gave you a two, a five, a $10 wage. Are you very likely to give that back? No, right? It is inelastic. So um, it is, it's going to be very interesting going forward. Uh, there's more and more talk about mortgage rates. We can have an over-under. Actually, you know what? Let's not do an over-under. Let's everybody pick a number. Have, just have some fun. Get creative. Put a number below. Or if you're watching live, put a number in the comments. What do you think inflate, or not inflation, what do you think interest rates on the 30-year mortgage will be December 31st, 2022? So 13 and a half months from now. What do you think it will be? And I will give you numbers. Redfin, 3.6. Fannie Mae, 3.4. Freddie Mac, 3.5. Mortgage Bankers Association, 4%. Mike Zuber, one rental at a time. I'm going to go 3.87. What the heck? So please leave your number below. What do you think it will be at the end of 2022? I would love to hear from you. Man, we've got numbers ranging from one9 to 5.6. This is going to be fun. Keep them coming. Leave the number below. I want you to, I want to know what you guys are thinking. Uh, looks like California is going to have another budget surplus. 
Uh, Gavin Newsom is going to give some more, more money away. Uh, I would ask uh, Gavin Newsom to actually build some reservoirs. Cali fun fact about California, having lived here 50 years, we actually get enough rain. We just don't get it in the right pattern. We need more reservoirs. And if this guy would take this $31 billion and instead of give it away, invest in some reservoirs, we might not have the droughts that we have. Get your head out of your butt. Think about the future and create some reservoirs, you jack weasel. Not a, not a big fan, as you can tell. Ah, terrible. Uh, we will have some inflation data coming in early December. Uh, Jeremy Siegel is out saying that the market is one bad inflation report away from a market correction. Basically, what Jeremy is saying is, damn, that's 6.2 CPI, that 8.1 PPI, that's an ugly number. You can write off one month, but if we get follow through or trend that is getting worse, as I expect, Powell and the Fed are going to have to get aggressive with taper and raise rates earlier. I want to once again say that the, the holiday season is among us and it is going to be awesome. And then it won't. I fully believe that, that individuals will be spending a lot of money, record sales. I believe retailers will have record profits. Shoot, they aren't advertising, which is money saved, and they won't discount, which is money saved. Their net incomes will be great. Then we will get to Q1, actually probably Q2, with no money. We'll have a huge hangover and go, what happened? At the same time, the supply chain will get better, and then retailers will have to slash discounts. They will have the wrong product in the wrong season, in the wrong quantities. This Domino's is set up to surprise a lot of people. And then unfortunately, the Fed will be raising rates into a recession. How fun is that? Um, next up, we got China. China is getting very slow. Uh, we've already seen it with Starbucks was the first indicator. Alibaba follow through, all those other things. So again, these are... The things that we have to figure out is the Chinese consumer slowdown big enough to ripple through. And I don't know the answer to that yet. We are going to have to watch. Is it very localized or is there ripple impact? And now for all the housing crash, all the housing crisis, all of these folks. I, you know, before I get into the numbers, serious questions. How many crash videos does one have to create that are wrong? before you stop watching. I'm just wondering, is it five in a row? 14 in a row? Seriously, why do we still watch these guys? I don't understand. Anyways, just reported, actually wrote these down on the back of my notes because it just came out. Housing sales were up 0.8% uh, month on month, but actually 5.8% lower than year on year, right? Year on year for me is more valuable. Uh, units available. This one shocked me. Only 1.25 million units for sale. We are going backwards, right? I think it peaked at 1.33 in August. Might have been September. I think it was August. Which is, can you believe this? 1.25 million available units for sale. We're 12% lower than last year. That's nuts. Yeah, that puts us at about 1.35 last year. We're lower than last year. No wonder sales are down. Um, First-time buyers only make up 29%. Usually, it's 40%. That one variable, that one f fact 
leads me to believe that we are going to absolutely see a first-time homebuyer program next year. Uh, the administration certainly does not want the first-time buyer to only be 29% of the market on their watch. They will turn their attention to this. And more demand, no supply, guess what happens? Yeah, Economics 101. Other fun facts, investors made up 17% estimates. All cash buyers, Woo. all cash buyers, 24%. One in four home purchases, cash. Let me ask you a question, Mr. Crash people. If you, own a, if you buy a house cash, do you really care? Like, it's cash. There is no debt. So don't tell me about, oh, they just drive me crazy. These folks don't know what they're talking about. At the end of the day, folks, you can use inflation. And I think what's going on today, I think Wall Street is leading the way. They're getting between 65 and 8% adjusted uh, risk-adjusted returns. You are following one rental at a time, probably because you are doing the work. You are finding good or great deals. It's just the best investment to make right now. It's levered, cash flow day one, cheap, cheap, cheap 30-year money, which I'm going to get. It is a great time to do the work. If you don't know what I'm talking about, buy the course now before it goes up, all the bonus section, what I've done. We give away Facebook group, all this crazy stuff. It is cheap, cheap, cheap at $2.99. So have a wonderful day, everyone. Uh, I actually have a pretty exciting day. Obviously, Greg Dickerson at 9 or 8 o'clock. And then I'm bringing back on the cost segregation guy uh, because we are going to go through my numbers and see how much cost segregation will save me. Yep, dude, I really do this business, people. I am really buying rentals. And uh, I'm not just somebody talking from my mom's basement. So have a wonderful day. 82 people watching. Thank you, thank you, thank you. 13 thumbs up. Really? I mean, come on. Thanks, guys. Take care. Uh, we'll see you tomorrow, 730, for the daily financial news. Bye.